Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com mortgage show on the 4th of July, 2020. Here to share with you the happiness that is the mortgage loan that you're looking for. And if you're trying to get that home purchase, that refinance, that home equity loan, VAFHA Jumbo, we want to help you make decisions about your home loan today. Make sure you call into this show or text us. We'll be here for the next hour <laughs> answering your questions. I'm Kevin Miller. I'm owner CEO of TexasLending.com, joined by Trust Collins, our trustee question, question asker. <laughs> and then one of my trustee question answers is inappropriate Uncle Bubba. <gasps> Hey, happy fourth, everybody. He came in and just lied and said he shot a 78 in the golf course yesterday. <laughs> I got I got, I got, got witnesses. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. He looks pretty happy to be a lion. Yeah, well, know. you know what? He feeds those witnesses uh, <laughs> Michelob Ultra so that he can get away with his, uh, his lies. Now, we are here talking about your home loans. If you want to talk about sports, if you want to talk about other things, be happy to text us. 972-387-4600, 972-387-4600. That's the number you can text us where uh, Tress will a- ask your question, we'll answer it. If you want to know if it's time to refinance with the lowest rates of all time, believe it or not, people still decide that they're not going to refinance. They're going to wait a little bit longer with the lowest rates that have ever been recorded in United States history. Call us, text us, 972-387-4600. Let us know your rate. Your current loan amount. And what kind of barbecue you're having today. (laughs) Your rate, (laughs) your loan amount, your current amount that you own your home, and your credit score. And we'll let you know what kind of of rate you might be able to get and refinance and how much money you might be able to save. Mm -hmm. And that's your rate, your loan amount, your home value, and what your current credit score is. Also, if you want to buy a home, what kind of down payment do you have to put down in a home? What's your current income and what's your credit score? We can tell you what kind of home you might be able to afford. So that's how you get it started here. Other people might want home equity out of their home to pay off debts, get things all caught up. If you're paying 20 to 25% on credit cards, well, maybe you can get that rate down around 3% on a cash-out refinance. Call us today, text us, and we'll answer that question for you. This is the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show, where we have been doing this now for nearly 20 years uh, on air here in Dallas-Fort Worth. On a Saturday, every every Saturday, and I think we've been doing it for four or five years here in the fan. I don't even know how long we've been doing it here in the fan, but we are happy to be here. Tress, how was your week? 
Uh, it was okay. My phone died, and I had to get a new phone, and I really don't like doing that, but I did. So. Did your phone get tested for coronavirus? I have no idea, but what it works, and that's all that really matters. I just got. I'm talking about iPhone. the old one that died. Did it? Oh, oh, I don't know. I just know it didn't work. My email didn't work. My phone app didn't work. Nothing really worked on it. It mm. would work for like four or five seconds, mm. and then it would stop working. Mm. It was highly irritating. But I didn't really want to get a new phone because you get a new phone, you have to re-put in all your passwords, mm. and you know, so it was just uh, not a fan. But you just got to mm. sit down and just. Go through it. Get it done. I you know? know, but I don't want to have to do that. But now I do. But I'm not ungrateful. I have a phone that works, and that's what's important. So, Inappropriate Uncle Bubba, you were in Alaska a couple weeks ago. Alaska. And uh, you have you fully recovered? Yes, I have. I have. You got all your uh, sleep back and all that other stuff? Did you see all your all the pictures? Oh, my gosh. I've seen some pictures <laughs> 307 online. pictures. I've How seen many? some pictures. 307. Wow. She posted all of them. We couldn't we weren't allowed to post any pictures until she posted hers. Oh, um, there were rules. Yes. Well, she's the bride. So then I just shared hers, you know. There you go. <laughs> and so I am Kevin Miller. I'm owner CEO. I had a great week. What we happened had a good with week. your week? We had, we had our best month ever at texasloney.com. Uh-uh. So that finished up on Tuesday, June of 2020 was the best month of all time wow. at texasloney.com. That's saying something right there. And we expect July to be a better month than the month of, than the month of June. So we have uh, we have a lot of loans out there. We have some three hundred million dollars of loans locked, and mm. uh, that's for all of our friends here in Houston, Dallas, and and Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin, and the surrounding areas. So those those areas are that's a lot of volume. That's a lot of loans. Fourteen million of that is mine. You have fourteen million dollars of loans locked. <laughs> Dude. Uncle <laughs> is uh is is one of the loan bee. officers that is a busy bee at oh, the Texas. Sunday I know. Night. I'm I'm kind of look forward to this weekend of you know a little relaxation. rest and relaxation. Yes. Nice. Yeah. If you have a question, make sure you qu- qu- question us now. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. That is our text line. Text us, and we will answer your question about a home loan, and we are alive and open. We have we actually have some loan officers who will be here mm-hmm. answering your call at TexasHoney.com on the 4th of July, 972-387-4600. Trust, do we have any questions? Yeah, we actually have a couple. You oh, want wow. to just dig right in? Let's dig. Let's dig. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Have you ever played a game called Dig, Doug? Yeah. Yes, we have it at home. I can't even, re- I can't even remember what it looks it like. You can't. You should what come over What was Dig Dug? Look so like. Dig Dug, you have the little guy, and he's like an underground digger, and he's got his little shovel in a place. That's that real annoying song. And so he digs along, and he has these rocks that he can dig right underneath, and they drop down on like the dragons right. and things yes. like that that are chasing him. Oh, so it's a video game. I thought it's it was a, a box game. game like no, it's a video game. No, we played it when we were. Ki- I played it when I was a you kid. You played it when you were a kid? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have it. You should come over. 1970s, man. Really? Dig Dug might 70s? have been 19, early 1980s. It's 80s, yeah. But we have that. We have Galaga. We have Frogger, Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man, and uh, Burger Time and some more obscure <sighs> video time. games. That Those are obscure. All right. I know. <laughs> sorry, sorry to get off on a tangent. Burger Time sounds good for today. Though, okay, right. go ahead and dig into the questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My home is worth 280000 I owe 145000 670 credit score, $140,000 income. How much home can I afford and at what rate? Hmm. So they owe about half of what their home is worth. That's nice. 
Because what happens a lot, and people don't know it, is when you're trying to get – man, i got to tell gonna, you so, Well, he's going to sell his home and buy another home, right? Is that what's going on? Mm, well, he wants to know how much home he can afford and at what rate. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much home can I afford? He's so maybe. Sell his. So I don't know if they're trying to refinance or if they're no, trying I to sell. I think he's trying to sell, sell. and buy. Okay, how much home can I afford? Well, first thing I want to say is uh, I want to point this out to everybody listening. Because people don't understand, and uh, one thing I have to say is, ever since 2011, uh, loan officers pretty much will get you whatever you want, you know? Because loan officers prior to 2011 could choose how much income they wanted to make on a loan. Really. Nationwide, a, a lender, a loan officer could decide how much money they want to make on any loan they were doing. If they wanted to charge you $10,000, they would charge you $10,000. If they thought it was going to be an easier loan, they might charge you $1,000. But since 2011, that doesn't exist anymore. Every The loan officer has to get paid one of two ways, either a, a flat fee for every loan or a percentage of the loan amount. So whatever your loan amount is going to be is what your loan amount is going to be. I mean, if you want a $140,000 loan, if your appraisal comes in more, you want a $180,000 loan, you get it. Right. And so what happens is one of the things I'm seeing, and I have to bring it up now is before we get to this question is people's appraisals will come in $20,000 less. People's appraisals will come in $20,000 more. Mm-hmm. And there are loan amount changes. And sometimes not just the loan amount changes, but the amount they're borrowing against their home changes. For example, instead of borrowing 80% of the value or 60% of the value, suddenly it becomes 80% of the value. When that happens, your rate changes. Government-sponsored agencies, enterprises, right? They call them GSEs. Government-sponsored enterprises. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Ginny Mae. And primarily Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. When your, when your loan amount changes versus the home value, if it changes, it's going to be 70% of the value or 75% of the value or 80% of the value. Every 5%. Your your rates can Fannie Mae is going to pass along a charge to you, the consumer, and it's the loan officer and the mortgage company's job to inform you of that change. And people get so upset, and mortgage loan officers have nothing to do with it, and neither do mortgage companies. It's the, the GSEs. You're just the messenger. And so what happens is I'm not paying for this, <laughs> and I see it. Every day, and you're like, well, then you can't get the loan. I see it every hour. <laughs> yeah, the appraisal comes in less, or they want to borrow more, or suddenly you want yeah. to borrow two hundred and seventy versus two hundred thousand. Oh, I want to get more cash out. When you borrow over sixty percent of the value of your property, every five percent your rate will change. Every five percent on a Fannie Mae loan, every five percent your rate will change. There is a different amount charged by Fannie Mae for every 5% above 60% of the value of the property. And so that's the deal. It's higher risk the less equity there is in a home. It's a higher risk for the lender. And so the lender or the Fannie Mae, who is the ultimate owner of these loans, Fannie Mae, is if everyone defaults, if you default on the loan, the lender's got to pay the payment. If the pay- lender doesn't pay the payment, then Fannie Mae gets it. Okay, that's how it goes. So there's higher risk there's, when there's less equity. 
Because then someone has to go sell that property, and if home values drop like they did in 2008, then it could be upside down. And so people are, I don't care about those guys. Mm-hmm. They can go out of business. I think Fannie Mae can go out of business. I don't care. Well, you know, that's, <laughs> the, that's the attitude. That's everyone's attitude because no one cares about anybody in this country anymore. But the thing is, is, is when if they're not there, then there's no outlet for home loans. And home loans don't get done. And so the point is that there, when there's risk, then there's price. When there's price, and when there's right, just like if you saw risk, then you would manage the risk and, and charge more at your company, whatever you're doing. So that's just the deal. That's that's something everyone needs to know. This person owns owes less than fifty percent of their current value, right? The last yep. person. Yep, yep, yep. They owed about half of the value of the home. It looks like they have about one hundred thirty-five thousand value equity. If they're going to go sell their home, they're going to they're going to pay about they're going to pay about fifteen thousand dollars or sixteen thousand dollars to a realtor. Plus, they're going to pay title fees, and so call it twenty thousand dollars to get that home sold. Mm-hmm. So, of that two hundred eighty thousand or that one hundred thirty five thousand dollars equity, they have about one hundred fifteen thousand dollars that they can use for a down payment somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And at their current income of one hundred forty k, which is somewhere close to twelve thousand dollars, like eleven thousand six hundred dollars a month, five hundred thousand. Then what they can end up getting, yeah, what they can easily get a six hundred. I think they can get a six hundred thousand dollar house. And so a six hundred thousand dollars home with a hundred thousand dollars down. Or if you put $120,000 down, that's your 20% down, and you don't have any more PMI. That's that's a good ballpark for that person to know how much home they can afford. And just what would their rate be on a $500,000 loan bubble with 20% down? With 20% down? Yep. At 670 credit score? Mm-hmm. That's 000. the thing is their 670 score would give them a great refinance rate on their mortgage. But with a 670 score on a purchase, they're going to have that. Fannie Mae's going to charge you for your credit score. Because they only put twenty percent down, that's going to cost them as well. They're probably going to, probably get three low in the low threes, yeah, three and a quarter, mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark, three and a quarter, give or take APR around three point four. So. Yeah, give or take an eighth. So yeah. they're probably around three and an eighth to three point three seven five, depending on if you're paying closing costs and what you're going to do in there. Just remember the taxes on that house are going to be <laughs> outrageous. That's the thing, you know, when you buy a six hundred thousand dollar house. Well, and they're, and they're not going down. And they're not going down. Dollars a year. Yes. Yes. So, you know, that's the that would be the the kicker tickler there. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Trust. It's time to go to break. Is it already time? It is. Well, for the rest of you that are listening out there, we sure want to answer your questions for you. Make sure you text us at nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred nine seven two three eight seven. We're going to come back after these messages and answer more of your questions here on the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show and 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show with inappropriate Uncle Bubba, Tress Collins, and Kevin Miller Mm -hmm. sharing with you all the happiness of mortgage loans on the 4th of July that you dream about during the week. Kevin, it's halftime. What do you say about the first half of the year? What do you think? What do I say about the first half of the year? Yeah. Good I have question. no comments. You have no comments on the first half of nope. the year? Not at all? Nope. Even for the mortgage lending business? Nope. No comments. It's it's a crazy world right now, and and unfortunately, um, I have no positive feelings about where things are going. So, <laughs> so I, 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 you know, if another shutdown's uh, going to ultimately shut down the mortgage industry, it's my belief. Yeah. 
because people can't pay their payments and the mortgage lenders can't lend. So anyway, that's my concern. That's my concern, but we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, Tress, you have questions. We have answers. Awesome. You can, though, if you're at home, you can ask your questions at 972-387-4600. Do you want to ask a question? What do you want to do, Tress? What do you want to do? Well, I'd like to read you a question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hello. My current home rate is 4.75%. I also currently owe about 310000 on my home. I would like to refinance, but my credit score is 592 and my wife's credit score is 629. Is it possible to refinance at this time? Medical collections caused my credit score to drop. Mm. So, you know, there is possibility to get that done. Unfortunately, nine, here's what I would have to say is most lenders in the country aren't doing FHA loans below 640 credit score. There are a few that are out there that are servicing those FHA loans on their own. They're taking on the risk. Why are they taking on risk? Because over 10% of all FHA loans are in default right now, okay, or in forbearance. And so that means the lender has to pay the payment for the consumer. Uh, so that's a lot of expense because not only are they paying the taxes, the, the principal and interest, they're also paying the, pri- the private mortgage insurance and the taxes and the insurance for the consumer. That's a lot of money to be paying out uh, to Ginny May on your behalf until the forbearance period is over in hopes that you one day can pay it back, but that's not a guarantee. Can, can your wife so, qualify on her income? So we don't know if the wife can qualify with just the 629 yeah. score. So that would be easier because that might be a conventional loan opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, yes, you can go from 4.75 to somewhere in the threes mm-hmm. with a 629 score. The 592, there are maybe a couple lenders doing some FHAs at 592. Uh, I can tell you that they're going to charge you handsomely on the rate for, for the risk they're taking on. Points because so, they're charging points now, FHA. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, what I'm saying is they're going to charge you handsomely for the rate if you try to get a try to get a loan on a 592 score on FHA. Yeah. So it's kind of like gouging. They're going to say, okay, well, if we're going to – you can't call it gouging because they're doing the loan for you, and they wouldn't otherwise do the loan because most people aren't. So it is possible to get the loan lower. The 629 score with your wife would be the best opportunity. Uh, and so you, I would say call our office and have them look at it. Why? Because it's free. We're not going to charge you up front for a pre-approval. Or a or uh, if we say the loan currently can't go through, uh, there's no charge, and we'll look at it and see what the numbers are. And if not, then we can maybe help you do some things with your credit and get yeah. that, those credit scores come up with a credit expert. Credit expert and credit analyzer come from the mortgage bureaus, uh, the credit bureaus, and the credit bureaus have the software that allow us to. Uh, give you feedback once your credit is pulled about what you can do to your credit to have it improved. It's not credit repair. It's, it'll say things like, oh, if you pay down $100 in this credit card, then your scores might rise by this much. If you pay down $100 on this collection, your scores might rise, might rise by this much. And so Credit Analyzer and Credit Expert, uh, they are they are brand branded products from the credit bureaus that we uh, pass along to you, the consumer, the the feedback that they give us. And so you can always call in, and we can take a look at those credit scores and see if there's a chance that those scores might go up pretty simply. And we can see what we can do. 972-387-4600. Go online and apply, texaslending.com. All right. We have a text from Antonio in Virginia just wishing us a happy 4th and stay safe. Currently, it's not St. Antonio. 
Because <laughs> then in San Antonio would be calling from VA, from Virginia. He's Antonio. We, we thought he had a VA loan question. <laughs> yeah, we did. It says it's San Antonio from the VA. We're like, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> They're on to us. <laughs> well, yeah. San Antonio is the big VA capital of Texas. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, right there's, a lot, of, there's, there's a, a lot of veterans there. Yes. Ah, a lot of Army, veterans. Air Force, big time. Yes. What do you think the draw to San Antonio is? The bases. There's that. I mean. What is the draw to San Antonio? It's nice and cool in the winter. Um <laughs> But, no, maybe because Antonio- it's flat, and you know, airlines like to land in flat areas. Maybe Air Force. You guys are speculating things you have no idea about, but it's fun. It's fun, fun being here speculating with he you. He is speculating. I asked the question. <laughs> Get on to another question. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Thanks for listening, have that Antonio. Answer. Thanks for listening, Antonio. <laughs> okay. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the. All right. Wishes. Oh, fifty-four thousand worth, one hundred eighty thousand, five percent, seven sixty credit. My problem is, mm-hmm. I started a new job and I make less money, so my debt to income ratio is very high. They owe fifty-four thousand dollars. The interesting thing is, if they can save a couple percent, they might actually save a hundred bucks a month in their mortgage. Or if they could pay off some debt to get the debt ratio down. But the question is, well, here's the thing: is that if they drop, here's the thing I want to say is. When they first got that loan, I'm assuming the loan was much higher. Yep. And the payment that they're paying on that is probably based on a loan that was at one time $100,000 plus. And so the payment's based on the $100,000 principal balance that they originally started with. If they want a lower payment, their new lower payment will be based on a $54,000 loan amount. Now, on a $54,000, here's the other thing. Their debt to income is high. Is it because they have a lot of debt? We don't know. They didn't tell us. But they... This person might be able to pay off some credit cards with a home equity cash out refinance. They owe fifty four thousand. They got one hundred eighty thousand dollar home value. If they keep their value under sixty percent of the loan amount or sixty percent of the appraisal, so one hundred eighty sixty sixty percent of that's what a uh, six times four one hundred eight thousand. You're going to have a hard time finding anybody to refinance a fifty four thousand dollar. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But one hundred eight thousand dollars five percent. Yeah, the cost. On a hundred eight thousand dollar cash out, which would be that would be sixty percent of the hundred eighty, if they can do that and pay off some debts, maybe they can get their debt ratio quite low, pay off all the debts, and then apply all that savings that they're making. Their new payment will probably be less than their current payment. Mm-hmm. Um, just guessing because they probably had a loan over a hundred thousand at one time. Um, just guessing on that because if their home is one hundred eighty thousand, I wouldn't assume that they bought it at sixteen. It's gone up to one hundred eighty thousand. It hasn't tripled in price. Uh, I would assume, depending on when they got this house. So I would assume that they probably got it somewhere in the hundreds. I would assume that their payments based on that, and I would assume that if they can refinance this to a nice cash out somewhere in the threes, then. Uh, with at sixty percent of the home or lower, then they're not going to have all these additional charges. They get passed mm-hmm. along for every 5% above the 60%. That's an option. And I would definitely call us and take a look and see if we can help you readjust your debt to income. Doesn't cost anything. It's a free call. Well, the, your, your your cell phone provider might ca- charge you, but we're not going to charge you anything when you call us. <laughs> Until you approve a loan that you want to get, you say, oh, this is the loan I want. We're not going to charge you anything. And once we do, it's just for your appraisal. And that's uh, that's going to get you all the way to closing on your home. So make sure you call us, 972-387-4600. Any more, Tress? Yeah. Okay, Here we go. do it, do it. 
Credit score around 620, make about 5000 a month. Around how much house could I afford? Well, one of the things we typically ask for is what's your down payment. So we're going to see you're going to have minimum down payment because they didn't say. They have a 620 score, Bubba. 5% down. <laughs> Makes it tough. Makes it tough is the MI and the... Uh, the mortgage insurance. And if how much money they have in the bank assets, it's just... It, you know, you'd have to call our purchase team and have them let them run it, you yeah. know, and see how it goes. Now, we've it's got done very, kind of very gray in that area. Well, we got done saying that the FHA, most lenders aren't doing it below 640. The ones that are charging you a much higher rate. Um, if they got their score up to 640, it would help. They can get a conventional loan at 5% down. Uh, the rates would be in the mid threes to upper threes with uh, that 620 credit score for a down payment that's minimal. Depending so if you're on, gonna put, depending if on the size of the house that they're buying, they make five thousand dollars a month. So how much house could they afford, Kevin? Uh, five thousand fifty thousand a year. Well, their payment might be able to be about fifteen hundred dollars a month. Uh, so they might be able to get a two hundred thousand dollar loan mm-hmm. with a payment of around fifteen hundred dollars. Right. And so that's where they could expect that. And that's that's a very conservative. I think very conservative. Making five thousand a month, yep. you should be able to afford thirty percent of your income for the house. And depends what your other debts are. You know, if you have a if you have a big car payment, some other things that can stretch you. But I do know that you can get into a mortgage on a conventional loan at three percent down, which is actually less than the FHA, which is three and a half percent down. So there are some options there with a five thousand dollar income with a six twenty score. See if you can get that score up. Every twenty points in score is going to help you a lot. Lower your payment. Lower your payment. Get a lower rate with a higher credit score. Trust Kevin. is. Telling me it is time to go to break. She's pointing. Yes. Yes. And so we, uh, through her sign language, are going to go to break right now. (laughs) And she can do, you know, she can, there's so many things she can do with her. Yeah, she can say all (laughs) kinds of bad stuff here over the radio with sign language. But Tress wants me to go to break. We're going to come back after this on the 4th of July and answer your questions here live about your home loans here on 105.3 The Fan. We have 25, well, 23 glorious minutes left in the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Time to get your questions in. We'll answer your questions here on the show at 972-387-4600. That's a good thing. No anxiety, no stress, just a quick little text. You can even ask Siri to text us, and you don't even have to type it while you're walking, while you're walking or while you're driving. So, really? Yeah. You can just do a voice. You can just text us, yeah. I do it all the time. Siri, text Texas. Uh, text, text inappropriate Uncle Bubba. What do you want to say to inappropriate Uncle Bubba? Stop being inappropriate. <laughs> Your text says, stop being inappropriate. Do you want to send? I bet send. It, I bet it would autocorrect inappropriate to something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trust. Okay. You know what? The other thing is, tra- Siri makes me mad. Why? Because she, 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 she basically, because she's always telling me, She's always saying, when I ask her to type things or say things, or she can't understand me, which means I must be, she slurs my words. That means she must be drunk. Or maybe I shouldn't be doing it at 3 in the morning. I shouldn't be texting. <laughs> but she, sorry, I can't understand you. And then you throw your phone, and then it's broken. Because all because of Siri. She is a bad listener. Go ahead, Tress. Maybe you should switch it to the guy voice, because I have the guy voice on my phone. Oh, and yeah. I really don't have any My wife has the British guy. <laughs> Oh, no. She's got the British guy. So I go, hmm. 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 I used to have the British what guy. What she's dreaming about. Mm, but when I British use guy. GPS, 
and it tells me to turn on certain roads and stuff, he always mispronounces the name of the road, and it just drives me nuts, and I, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm going to start faking a British accent around my house. Maybe my wife will like me better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think my wife has hers on pool boy. Is there a pool boy one? <laughs> I had to go back and Mrs. Look. Alexander, hey. what would you like me to do with these yeah. floaties? Okay. <laughs> you want to float over here? All right, All right you trust. guys. Stop it. All right. You started it. Here we go. <laughs> What's the advantage of rolling and closing costs during a refinance? It seems it would be setting up your minimum payment to be $40 more at the offset. Thanks from Gary and Forty. Gary, you must have been doing math. Mm. Gary, math. You shouldn't be doing math at home without a mortgage license. Mm. <laughs> the uh, the forty dollars more an offset. So the thing is, some people don't want to have the equity. Uh, they don't, they don't want to eat the equity they have in their home. So if you have three hundred thousand dollars home value, you owe to forty. There's several reasons why people. So I can name several reasons why people would roll in closing costs. Bubba, name number one. So we'll have no out-of-pocket expense. Well, that's what might be one reason. I that's don't want to bring any money to closing. For example, let's say, Tress, that we got done. Let's, let's just pretend that earlier in the show I said you get charged more money or a higher rate for every 5% of your home value that you borrow. So let's say you're going to get a $240,000 loan and the home's worth three hundred. But if you roll in the closing costs into the loan... Right. If you roll, he wants to know why would you roll on the closing cost, right? Or why wouldn't you? If you roll the closing cost in, yeah, he's saying why would you do that? Now your payments can be higher. But if you borrowed two forty two, you might have PMI, mm-hmm. and versus three hundred, right? Now you're over eighty percent. You might have PMI, right? Um, and then the other thing is you could also get a lower rate at 80%. So why would you roll it in? Because that, he's saying, why would I do that? Now I, I owe more and my payment would be higher rolling it in, right? And so some people might want to bring their money to closing. We don't care. The mortgage company has no cares whether you roll it in or you pay it out of pocket. It's whatever is the most appropriate for you. Because some of you, for example, you want to roll it in uh, because you want to roll in the closing costs because you don't want to bring the money to, you want to bring any money to closing, right? Right, exactly. Uh, some people might have sixty percent equity or forty percent equity in their house. They're going to stay there for fifteen, twenty years. But I can say this: if you have, for example, let's say you want to pay you want to pay a point and you want to have it rolled into your loan, having the closing cost gets you a lower rate. If you don't have the closing cost, let's say there's three options here. Pay the closing costs out of pocket. Three options. Three options. One, you pay you pay the closing costs out of pocket. Two, you roll them in, right? Or three, you roll them into the rate. Right. Okay. So you have, take a higher rate and it pays for the closing costs. Two, you pay them out of pocket. Three, you just roll them into the loan. Or now instead of own 240, you owe 244. So the people, some people want to have the closing costs because it can get them the lowest rate possible. And over four and a half years, those closing costs are typically paid back. Because it typically, you know, you're, you're going to be, if it was $40 a month, it's typically more than that you could, you could, you could save by having closing costs on a loan. So those are your options. Pay them out of pocket, roll them in, roll, roll them into the loan, or roll them into the rate. 
Those are the three options. You know, the the thing that I always bring up, and, I, and you, this didn't used to be true, because everybody say, well, how many years does it take to pay the back those closing costs? About or four to four and a half. In today's Texas world, the, the equity in your home is going up so much every year. You're basically just borrowing from your equity. That's what you're doing. So the three options, I think the benefits, of, going up. The benefits of paying it out of pocket is, yeah, you're not having an inflated load amount to pay for, so you're going to have a lower payment because you're paying on the principal balance. Two, if you roll them in, then you don't got to bring the money to closing, and you're going to get a lower rate by having closing costs. And if you had no closing costs, if you didn't want closing costs, you can take a higher rate. It'll pay for them. Well, the higher rate's going to give you a higher payment, right? But if you have the lower rate over time, over after four and a half years typically, you will be having a lower payment for the rest of the term of the loan because you paid the closing costs. You by either roll them in or paying them up front. Yep. Okay, so those are the options. You can text us, 972-387-4600. Trust. All right. My fiance and I are looking at buying our first home. Aww. We are looking to put I know. Aw. We are looking to put down about 20% on a $170 to $200,000 home apart from saving more for a down payment. What do we need to know? Is it really appropriate to say my fiance? Does this person really own that fiance? Or should they say a fiancé that's living in the same house that I live in? I don't know. I'm just guessing. It's my Jerry Seinfeld of the day. I don't know. Do they really own the fiancé? My fiancé and I are looking at buying our first home. It's like my Sharona. Oh, I hate yeah. that song. My fiancé. A Sharona that I live with. Yeah, okay, Kevin. Answer the question. I would say the credit scores. I would that would that would need to know that and see if we could work to get our credit scores better to make sure that we get the best rate, best terms. What do you need to know? One, have your tax returns handy. Two, have your W twos handy. Three, have your pay stubs handy. Four, have your bank statements handy. Those things, and every time you get a new bank statement, have it handy. And every time you get a new pay stub, keep it handy. Because then your loan officer, when they say, I need an updated pay stub, because they're going to need one to, ver- to verify employment and such, especially if you get pre-approved now and buy a home three months later, we're going to have to have updated pay stubs and bank statements. Tax returns, W-2s, pay stubs, bank statements. Not so much tax returns anymore. I don't see where we're used to, unless you're self-employed. It's good to have them. Mm-hmm. It's good to have the it's good to have the tax returns handy. Keep your fiance handy. Yes, 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 yes. Because they are your fiance. It's not yours. It's else's. your fiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you would say my wife, you yeah. don't say the wife. No, or, I don't say my wife. I said you say my wife. No, you, no, you, I you never go, say my wife. You say my no, wife. I yes. say a lovely lady that decided to marry me. Mm. Really? Yes, that's what I call her. Mm. I will keep an ear. I have no ownership that. there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. She she understands. I don't own my wife. I can she tell understands. You that. <laughs> 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 uh, not according to the pool boy phone app. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. What is the percent difference between an eighty ten ten and a traditional twenty percent down with a credit score of seven fifty? Okay. So everyone Sweet. at home, first thing I have to do is this. Explain. I'm going to explain. Because when I got my first home, I didn't know where the lien was. I was 20-something, you know, and didn't have to do any thinking prior to that, you know. So so I was 20-something, and someone said, oh, you should get two liens on your house. And I said, what's a lien? 
well, a lien is a loan. Instead of just getting one loan and that person getting uh, 20% down and having an 80% loan, so you have a, if the home value is 100000 and you put 20% down, then you owe 80000 Now, there's an option. That 20% down will get you rid of, rid of your PMI if you're going to do a conventional loan. There's another way to get rid of PMI. The PMI is based on your first lien loan amount. If the first loan is less than 80% of the value of the house, 80% or less, there's no PMI. Well, as long as that lender, the bank, the servicer, the mortgage company like TexasLending.com is only doing 80% of the value, and then they feel that they have low risk, they don't have the PMI. However, you might be able to go and borrow the, your remainder of your down payment or a portion of it. Mm-hmm. So over the years, there's been an 80-20 where you're going to borrow a 20% second lien. You can get two loans, an 80% loan and a 20% loan. Very big risk for that 20% lender because if you default <laughs> or foreclose, they're going to be hard to get their money back. The 80% lender gets money first. They're in first lien position. The first loan gets paid off first. They're the one, in case of foreclosure, who gets paid off first. If there's anything on that house, the first lien lender gets paid off first. So if you're going to do an 80-10-10, you're looking for 10% down with a 10% second loan and so and an 80% first loan. So you have a first loan, which is they get paid off first The ten, if there's ever a default, the 10% second loan. The difference is that sometimes, Bubba, what happens mm-hmm. if you do an 80-10-10? Does your rates change? Yes, your rates do change. And what ha- what happens is basically they're still rating it off the 90% loan to value, even though you, you don't have mortgage insurance. But that second lien is going to charge you a higher rate, and I can tell you that that and rate— And the first lien I, rate can be higher. Oh, no, the first lien rate will be higher. I was getting to that, Kevin. The <laughs> second lien rate, because they don't get paid, is, is right around 5% right now on that 10%. Okay? The, the, the hit—they have a hit. Fannie Mae has a hit if you do a a ten percent second lien because you're getting out of MI. Basically, it's about point three seven five. So let's say just just to say if your rate was three on a twenty percent down, your rate on a eighty ten ten would be three point three seven five, and the second would be around five. So you're going to pay about three eighths of a percent higher rate on the first but, loan. But you're not going to have an escrow. You won't have to have an escrow, and you don't have to have MI. Now. Here's the thing: is why would someone charge you a higher rate if your still your first loan still only to, is still eighty uh, percent of the value of the house? The less money you have into it, the mm-hmm. less personal conviction that you have into it or exposure, rate. then then there's a better chance that you are going to walk away from the home. If you get a zero down loan and something happens, you walk away. You never put anything down. The lenders did. Two thousand eight. Yes, it'd be like walking away from an apartment, you know, but there's a foreclosure on your credit now. So so an 80-10-10, that's the difference. You're going to have a higher rate on the first. Your second lien will have a rate associated with it. You, you can uh, also do an 80-15-5. There's, the 80-15-5 is the same thing with a 5% down payment. With higher rates. So. And the rates will be higher for the first lien and the second lien. Mm-hmm. That is the explanation that we're going to stick with. And you can call us at 972-387-4600 for an 80-20 where you can get 20% down or an 80-10-10 <laughs> or an 80-15-5 or an 85-15. I don't you, think there's any 80-20s left. I had one back in 2000. No, 20% you're down. You got to put 20%. Oh. <laughs> if you're not going to do that. All right. 
All text lines are open, 972-387-4600. We're going to come back and answer more of your questions after these messages on 105.3 The Fan. We are back in the TexasLending.com mortgage show. And you can get on the trust line. That's the text <laughs> line that was coined by Uncle Bubba. 972-387-4600. That is the text line. 972-387-4600. Ask your questions. We will answer them. We have a few minutes left and in this 4th of July show. And we want to make sure that uh, we go out with a bang. Go on, Shane. Go on. Okay. Oh, trust, trust. All right. All right. First time home buyer, qualify for a VA loan as a 60% disabled veteran, 760 credit score. Any advice or suggestions? Things to be cognizant of, nervous about buying at the top of the market. The top of the market. Hmm, I don't know about that. And the reason I don't I, I don't know about that is I'm getting texts and people that are saying we are coming to Texas from the north. Mm. We are coming to Texas. We have had enough. We are coming to Texas. Yes. And it's not just now relocations of businesses. It's relocations of families mm-hmm. to a place where there are where there is jobs. Friendly. With all the people moving here, there will be more restaurants. There will be more jobs. There will be more roads. There will be more construction. Look at all the apartments that are being built. Yes. Still. The togetherments. Yes. yes. <clears throat> and so... They want to get a VA loan and say they are nervous. Uh, any advice or suggestions? Uh, rates, I suggest, should probably stay low for next. Well, at least through the election. Yep. And then, and then after that, I think they're probably going to be. When I say staying low, below three and three quarters is super low, and they're nearly one percent lower than that. So I think that we'll be staying below three and three quarters on rates for quite some time now. Uh, the, what would cause them to go higher than that? If there was massive inflation, what mm-hmm. could cause massive inflation? Well, if all half the businesses went out of business and there were only half the businesses, uh, then they could charge more because you know more demand. And so, and and so, their lack of lack of supply can because there's less businesses can cause can cause prices to go up. So. Um, I think rates will stay low until there's massive inflation. I wouldn't be nervous if I were you, Mr. VA. Okay. You're in good shape. All right. They qualify for loan in Virginia, apparently, the VA loan. Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Here we go. Next yes. question. What is a short refinance? I've what never heard of that. What is a short, short refinance? Any refinance under five foot two <laughs> is considered short. That's my own personal belief. Bubba, do you have any? Uh... Hi, yeah. Short refinance, huh? Maybe they're uh, the only here's thing I what a short, short is a short sale, but that's here's know. a short. Here's what I would assume a short. Maybe refinance. it's a streamline. Let's say the home is worth three hundred thousand dollars, and they have a loan of three hundred ten thousand yeah. dollars. You're short, and they want to <laughs> refinance it and pay off the existing lender. And the existing lender says, "No, I want three ten. A short refinance would be if the lender says, "Okay, we want to get this loan off of our books because it's upside down." Versus the value, and then they would refinance. A th- they would uh, forgive them ten thousand dollars of the current principal balance. That would be my only suggestion of what a short refinance is. Mm. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Next up. Here's another one, uh, idea. That was a new one. Let's say, let's say you have a for sale by owner, or you're paying an owner of a, a property, and that owner just wants you to pay them off. And you try to go get a refinance, but the appraisal comes in low, 
And then the owner says, well, I'll just, just give me the 300 then. I don't need the 310. And they just want to get out of it. Does that make sense? Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Last question. Here we go. Good morning. First time home buyer. 780 credit for me and 758 for my fiance. <laughs> My the, the fiance, fiance that they live with. Combined income. The fiance that they live with. <laughs> <laughs> Zip it, Kevin. Combined income is 136000 What kind of options for loans and rates are available? How much mortgage can I afford? Thank you for your help. Love the show. Uh, Isn't this the same question that we just had earlier? No. 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 no, no. Okay, 136000 for all you listening at home is somewhere around... Twelve. It's somewhere around eleven thousand five hundred a month, right? Right. So it's uh so it's somewhere around there, and so they have great credit scores, and they're gonna be able to afford same same well, four thousand dollars a month on a house payment, very comfortably would be around thirty three percent of their income. Mm-hmm. A four thousand dollar house payment is gonna get them a loan of anywhere six hundred thousand dollars. So that's how much home they can afford, uh, you know, and that's very. That's one, you should be able to get a lot of, of house. For two people for a but m- I do my know. Here, I do want to say this. I do want to say this. That's how much. That's how much of a loan they can get. They can get yeah. a home of a million dollars if they want to put four hundred thousand dollars down. Yeah. The problem is this: the jumbo loans are hard to find. Mm. Jumbo loans. I was talking to a friend of mine works for a large bank. He called me and said, hey, man, we're, we're, we're requiring 30% down over here on these jumbo loans. Can you guys do better? I said, there is no secondary market for jumbo right now. So 30% down is, that's the cat's meow. That's all you're going to get, you know. So the, the person, yeah. So you should just meow to that person and see if they take the <laughs> loan. So the 30% down on jumbo. Now, if this person can get their loan under 510000 yeah. it's a conventional loan. Right. You're going to get good rates. Historically, over the last several years, jumbo loans have had better rates than conventional loans. But now, the, the conventional loans have much better rates than jumbo by at least half percent. Get your loan to a $510,000 loan. It'll be conventional. And that's all the time we have for today. Aww. So go out there. Enjoy your 4th of July. Stay nice and cool if you can. Enjoy your fiancé. And if you have a fiance that lives with you, enjoy and, them. And he's my fiance. Make sure you make sure you listen every week here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Call our office at TexasLending.com. We'll see you all next week on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 <laughs> The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.